All right, all right. We are live. Got my man with me today. Mm-hmm. Episode 8 of the Saint Life Saint Life podcast. My name is Wayne Vince Cooley and I will be your host today. The special guest with me today, Rayvon Jordan, aka Anonymous. You, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? As we were doing the mic checks, he said, "Man, I sound scary." <laughs> I said, man, you always sound like the Cookie Monster. <laughs> I would, you know, I, that's crazy because I don't know I sound like that. That's the I New hear York. more raspy in my voice when I, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, man, it's good to have you. This is episode eight. Today's episode is rightly titled Blood Bought. Mm. Nice and simple. Straight to the point, right? Yeah, that's what it is purchase with the blood mm. and we're gonna talk about that today so as y'all know if anybody knows me this is my guy right here we always around each other i spend a lot of time with my brother right here i spend more time with him than any of my other friends really <laughs> for real for real we um, spend you know we spend a lot of time together when you know my cologne smells <laughs> Hey yo, pause. Like pause. nah, I'm playing. <laughs> no, <pause. laughs> nah, man. <laughs> I always say, man, he walk in the room like a Muslim, man. You can smell him from a mile away, yo. He always got the smell oh, goods on. So, anyway, man, we uh we're right here in the in the church office. Um, I just wanted to do an episode on the spot. What's the point of all of the all of the um glitz and the glamour, all the bells and the whistle, man? We just get straight to it today. All right. Yeah. That sound I good like with the you? Bells and the wishes, but yeah. we could get straight to it. All right. All right let's do that, man. So let's talk about that. Um, I almost called this episode Light and Dark. Mm. Or I almost called it Dark to Light and, you know, messing around with the themes of darkness, going from darkness to light. Because I always hear you talk about that in your music. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's start with the darkness okay. and then move our way to the light. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess most of my life kind of been dark mm. up to probably the age of 26. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, I'm originally from Harlem, New York. Uh, my dad was out of the home by the age of 13. Mm. So easily I graduated, I gravitated to the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's dark at 13 hustling, mm-hmm. uh, Drugs, guns, 13, that was me. That was that was the life. That was the dark life. Mm. Um, and that was really all I knew. Anger, rage, like you you couldn't really even, like you couldn't bump me. Not, right, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. You couldn't bump me because not only the things that I was doing um, outside was dark, but inside I was dark like mm. my heart was dark my mind was dark um what was your view of God at that point because you you always say you wasn't raised in the church right yeah yeah so what was your view of God you was living in New York where was you at again Harlem in Harlem yeah this was after the Harlem Renaissance <laughs> <laughs> Harlem baby we this always is, this <laughs> is so so this is like paid in full this is after that yeah during that yeah, you know after, after that. that yeah 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 um, my view on You grew God, up in the 90s. Yeah, I was born 86, so, okay. you know, grew up in the 90s. Yeah, my view, I don't, I can't even, I don't think I had a view on God. Oh, wow. Only, only 
view that I believe that I had on God was what I saw on the corners. Okay. Like, while I was on the streets, there was always the uh, Muslim brothers mm. talking about their God. You get what I'm saying? And um, you always had somebody... I, I passed, passed people passing out tracks um, talking about God. Mm. Um, but I knew nothing about salvation. I knew nothing about Jesus Christ. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I knew there had to be a God, right? right? Because of my environment. Um but who this guy was, I don't think I could give you a clear answer on what my view was on him because I didn't know him. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I just heard about God. Mm. Um, only time we went to church was on Easter. Mm. Okay. You know, dressed up nice. Right. You know, and went to church. Right, right, right. We got Easter coming up. A lot of people is going to be dressed up. A lot of people that never go to church like to show up at church on Sunday right. for Easter Sunday. Right. What did you think when you were going to church on Easter Sunday every now and then? It wasn't every year, I'm sure, that you went to church yeah, on Easter. Yeah, nah. I, I probably only went a handful of times that I can remember. Okay. But you, you did hear saying? the gospel at but this point. I guess so. But, but I didn't know what to be the gospel. To it. Yeah, okay. I didn't know this was the gospel. I'm I saying because you were going to a church that it was a clear representation of the gospel or but see i was a kid because okay. like i said by the age of 13 i'm i'm in the streets now right 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 right. so right. when i when i could put together things for myself I, everything that i was getting was from the streets okay when yeah. i'm talking about going to church on easter i'm talking about nine eight nine you yeah. get what i'm saying yeah. those years and um i guess i was hearing the gospel but i have no recollect of those moments wholeheartedly like i can't really mm. tell you what those times in my life was like okay and and that's probably why if if a lot of people hear me talk i usually go back to 13 because that's the year that i can vividly remember and tell you what life was like okay. you get what i'm saying before that it's just glimpse mm. glimpses of my childhood okay so 13 why was that such a big year for you because that's when I stepped out and had to take care of myself. Okay. You know. That's um, when life hit you full. That's when life hit me, man. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I had to, like, I literally had to do, like, my own school shopping, clothes shopping. You know, okay. people, nowadays, you take your kids to get the school supplies. Like, right. yo, I used to have to rob. Like, I would go catch a robbery and take that money and go school shopping. Allegedly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no that's saying. facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm not saying it in a in a proud way, but that's that was my reality. I remember, and, and maybe that's why I remember those years because I I've done a lot of things. Okay, you know, starting at the age of thirteen. Right, 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 so, right. Yeah. So life started pretty young for you, at least the adult life. Right. Getting out there, trying to you know take care of yourself. Um. What. <clears throat> How do I say this? At what point do you remember you becoming serious about life? Because because that would probably fast forward a couple of years, right? Uh, a lot of years. So like during that time before you became serious in life, right? Because yeah. I became serious in life before I got saved. That's why I'm fast forwarding for you. Right. But 
I guess what were some events that went down that made you bring that brought you to that point of taking life seriously? What were some events that went Actually, down? Actually, if I'm if I if I'm gonna be honest with myself, I think it was like hearing the gospel in a way I understood it for the first time. And that was in your twenties. Yeah. So you went all those That's years. My, well, let me say this: in my twenties is when I received the message of the gospel. Okay. All right. You all get right. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But at I remember I was 17. I first came out to Lancaster, PA. I was 17 years old, and I went to a church out in Mount Joy. I'm not sure of the church, but my family that already already lived here, they was going to churches out in Mount Joy. The, but the, the, the school bus would pick them up right. and, and take them all the way out there, bro. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and the, uh, the pastor of that church had a big house with yards. He used to let young men come work in his yard and make a couple dollars. Yeah. And I'm fresh out of New York. I come out here. Only reason why I went was because my auntie wanted me to go. Okay. You get what I'm saying? But I remember... Shout out to the aunties out there. Yeah. Dottie, what's up? <laughs> um, but I remember, bro, I, I sat in the back. I can't remember what the message was, but it was about Jesus, and I sat in the back, and I cried. Mm. Um, With a stone face. Like, I, I remember sitting and just crying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm 17 years old at this at this time. And I think at that moment, I began to take life a little bit more serious. Mm. But I was still ignorant. Okay. Got you. So you was living a life of crime, living a life of sin. You had kids by this point. Yep. How old were your kids? Well, I had kids by the age of 21. I had my daughter, my first daughter, I had at 21. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I probably took care of a lot of people, kids, before this time. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. If I'm being honest. That's um, that type of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah that yeah. type of lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. But I didn't have any of my own until I was 21. 2021. Okay. okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. And and that made, and I think that was probably the next stage in my life where I got a little bit more serious, mm. but still ignorant. Mm. You know, I like to, I like to kind of walk through people's testimony because it's easy to just be like man i was when i was 26 that's when i saw the light of christ yeah. like people don't realize what they're going through now is going to lead to the next season in their life right and 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 there's some of us that maybe it's discouraging when people around you or people that you love it just seems like your prayers are never going to get answered for their life where you're praying that they would come to christ and they just keep on hitting wall after wall and, and hitting low after low yeah. and it seems like yo are they ever are they ever going to come to crisis my yeah. my prayer ever going to get answered i'm sure there might have been somebody praying for you somebody that cared for you and was waiting to see your breakthrough yeah. and it took a long time to get a breakthrough yeah. um so like those of you that are watching this right now feel encouraged be encouraged that you know <laughs> god has mysterious ways of working and you know, you could be praying for something and not receive an answer for that till 20 years later, something like that. Facts. Facts. Um, I believe that throughout looking back now, I could say God was working the entire time. Right. Even right, while right. I was ignorant, even when I didn't know the gospel or know what salvation even meant, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, for real, mm -hmm. a lot of like most of my life in New York, I. I can't talk this talk. Right. You get what I'm saying? Jesus Christ, salvation. I can't talk that talk when I'm speaking on that part of my life. But when I look back now, I see how God kept me. 
because mm-hmm. there was moments in my ignorance I should have been dead. Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? So when I finally came to the point of understanding the gospel, all the glory from those moments in my life went to him. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when I didn't know him, I'm like, all right, he, he get accounted for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't really recall having someone come alongside me and praying for me and, and really talking that talk until I went to prison. Mm. So how old were you at that point? First time I went to prison, I was 18. 18. Yep. And I probably went almost every year after that. <laughs> I probably was in prison almost. Repeated offender. Yeah. Repeated offender, bro. Some of them not long stays. Some of them a couple months. You get what I'm saying? But And you didn't care that you was going to jail often? Like that didn't bother you? It just was a way of life? Did you just accept that as that's just how life is going to be? I would have to say yeah. Wow. I would have to say, yeah, I, I, like every time I went to jail, I thought I could do the time. Mm. Like, I, like you know, I, I I prepared myself mentally to adapt to what it was. Mm. You know what I mean? Even when I got arrested and went to a holding cell, right? my whole mind just changed to whatever was whatever. You know mm. what I mean? Like, that was me. Do what you got to do to get do by. Do what you got to do. Like, okay. if, I'm, if I'm in here, I like, I know what it is when you come in here. Mm. So what flipped at 26? I guess I was tired, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. At 26, it was real. I had three kids at this time. You know what I mean? Still Mm. doing the same thing. Mm. Nothing has changed. And I think that is what kicked. Mm. That nothing has changed. Okay. You know what I mean? And you heard the gospel at 26, and and, yeah. the, and this was the first time you heard the gospel and accepted it. And accepted it. As true. As 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 I accepted it in a way where I began to apply it. Okay. So now, to the best now of it's, my ability. Now it's, yeah. Now you're acting in faith. Yeah. And I didn't even know how to do that correctly. You get I was about what to say, how did, that, how did that look for you? Because <laughs> like, it doesn't always look the same person to person. How did that look to you? When How did that look for you when you say you responded in faith? Like, did I you begin- automatically stop smoking? No. Okay. No. No. So then it I was wish. progression. It was steps. But it was progression. I think the key thing for me was reading. Okay. Gotcha. It was the word of God. Right, reading. Right, right, Being a part of a church. Like, really... I wanted to go to church now. Okay. This is when I know it's real. And I'm, it's not just I'm Easter Sunday now. Yeah, it ain't Easter Sunday. Okay. Like, right. I heard about this program they got and I want in on it, right? I want to go and learn about what this, the, the men's group, the, right. the the men's breakfast. Like now I'm starting to desire to be a part of those things. But, but you were part of a community where you felt like you could, you could grow in this community or was it tough for you? No, I, I definitely was a part of a community where I felt like I was at worship center. Okay. And um, that's I, crazy, though, that you felt like you could grow in this place like the worship center, the, because it, it it's a different environment than one that than the one that you grew up in. But exact. But I think that's exactly why I felt that way, because it was something I never had. Okay. You, you needed a change of environment. So it was like now that I'm receiving this new thing. This new thing ain't fitting in with the old thing. You, you know can't what it reminds me of? In old, in new, you know what I mean? You know what it reminds me of? Uh, it reminds me of the new Bel Air. Mm. Where Will gets put into a different environment and mm. then you see a different type of Will. Right. And his friend couldn't even accept that. Like, right. 
nah, yo, you you changed up. Right, and 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 to to even touch on that, understand, Will didn't even recognize how he he didn't know how it was gonna go for him. Yeah, when he first went there, he was like, nah, I'm Philly, Philly, yeah, Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gradually, he yeah. changed. And yeah. he liked where he was at. And that's what Worship Center was for me, man. Because it was a lot of people that reached out to me, man. I, I met a lot of good men there that was mm-hmm. not letting me to just come and leave. <clears throat> come and leave. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, men right, was right. trying to give me their numbers. Yo, what's up, man? Let's meet up. Let's. And I think I embraced that because it was what I needed, man. Right. I, I, I was at a low place at this moment. Okay. So Worship Center right here in Lancaster, PA. Yep. Those of you that are watching all across the world, all five million wait, wait, plus. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yo. So you're at the worship center. You're around people that care for you, yeah. a place where you can grow, um, a different environment. Your kids is, what, at least five years old by this point. Your oldest is at least My five. My oldest was four. Four? Yep. Okay. And you have three kids by this point, so you start you, – you, you, you take the gospel serious. You're starting to take life way more serious than before. Let me, let me let me state this too. See, at this moment, I still got a prior charge weighing on me too. Ah, so now you're waiting for the results yeah, of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but my life is changing. Right, 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 right. And so did you think at that moment, like when this was going down, did you think if I end up going to jail, I don't know how I'm going to live out my faith at that point? Honestly, I thought I wasn't supposed to go to jail because I was now saved. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it all the way a hundred. I'm like, only laughing because that's a that's a recurrent theme in many people's yeah, lives. Yeah, bro. Like it was like things was different. I was different. I yeah. was really my life was really different. And I thought God was going. I thought I was going to like skip the consequences. Yeah, yeah. Consequences as Christians. Wow. You know, and I, and I remember, man, like I used to, I really thought God was going, like, I thought I was going to beat it because of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was it some theology that you were taught to that maybe made you feel that way? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, you know, speak things into existence, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Believe yeah. if you ask anything in Jesus' name, He will do it because you asked it in His name. And mm-hmm. I was asking God, like, if you get me out of this, I'm gonna serve you, right? right? Like that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. This is what I'm settling for. Right. And I remember when I went to court, and that wasn't the reality. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. My heart. You know what? I accepted it better because I had Christ at this time, though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when I got the sentence, I was hurt. My heart was heavy. But I, it didn't last long. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? I hurt didn't last long. And I was ready to face my consequences. I was being told by other family members to to lie to my kids and tell them I was going to college or to the army or to here or there. Mm. But because I was saved, I think I, I think God prepared me, man, for this. You know what I mean? Right, right. He really prepared me. And because I was saved, I was able to say, you know what? I told my kids the truth. I told them what I did. You know what I mean? I had to go to jail. I I, I had to man up. And this is what happened when you live this life. Mm. You know? So, um, I, I, I did find some kind of peace turning myself in. Mm. Even being hurt. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, in jail, being in jail, how was that for you? 
living out your faith because you you tell you've told me some stories we don't have time for that right now yeah. like too many stories but yeah. just what was that overall like you being a christian <laughs> in jail because yeah. this would be a great place to start to conclude right here because i told you we're gonna have yeah, to do a part two because your life you got a story yeah. Yeah. but you're in jail and and today's episode is called blood bought mm-hmm. you bought by the blood mm. that's what type of mind state you went into jail with right you are Christ. Right. And now you got to pay consequences. Still got to go. Were you struggling years. with that? Like I was bro. mentally, spiritually. I was, yeah. Because you thought for sure that wasn't going to be your outcome. But eventually you turn yourself yeah. in and you surrendered to that. I was struggling with so many fears. I used to write notes. It's crazy because, again, my theology wasn't right. And I remember reading Job and how he says, the very thing I dreaded, the turmoil you that I, the very thing I didn't want to happen that, that I dreaded happened. Mm. And that used to be the the verse that I, I would, like, use. Right, right, right. Like, man, the very thing I didn't want to happen happened. Yeah. You know, family, like, losing them. You get what I'm saying? But I'm a, I want to keep it 100 because a lot of prison a lot of people think of prison as it is a bad place to be. But you ask me, how was it walking out my faith in jail? And I'm going to say it was probably the best time of my life. Okay. Um, because of what it resulted to. There was no distractions from the outside. Exactly. It wasn't no responsibilities that I had to carry on. Like I had the opportunity to focus solely on my newfound faith. And what's crazy is we just talked about you being able to grow in an environment that was different than what you grew up in. Jail was what you were already used, used to, to, but it was different this time around. It was different around. this time. Amen. Yeah. Like, did people, were you in jail with people that knew you from before? A few. Okay. But not many. Okay. So even that was, it might have been the same location, but definitely a different atmosphere. You know why I was different? Because I was different. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my ignorance, I was doing jail. This time, I was different. Like, you know, yeah. I had to I had to I had to figure this out this time. Mm. It wasn't like something I knew how to do it. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. So yeah, that's what made it different than all the other times because I was saved. And I was afraid too, if I'm being honest. When I never was scared, like like right. I said, my before my mindset is yo, it is what it is. Right. I'm in here now. Like I was afraid. I had a lot of fears going in. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I knew I wasn't ready. My, like I wasn't that ready to rumble, ready. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like I'm meek. I'm quiet. He was humble. You know what I mean? And yeah. I gotta go in here with where some lions at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of fears, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. You had already been in jail mad times mad by this times. point. But this, but this, this was, was it. Different. Yeah, this was okay. different, bro. I think because, you know, my heart was in the right place. It was set on the right thing, mm. you know, and I, I think I was really recognizing um, where I brought myself to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, 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 I looked and I saw like, mm. man, yo. Mm. Mm. So, Were yeah. you writing raps at this point? Yeah, okay. I started writing before I went to jail. Yeah. Okay, because you already was you was a battle rapper in the real world, yeah. like when you was in the world. Yeah, and then you kind of transitioned into Christian rap when you became a Christian. Yeah, okay. And and, and and I gotta say this, God gave it to me. Okay, 
my first rap ever was just in, in conversation with him mm. and hurt, crying, tears. You don't remember that rap, do you? I remember it was uh, to the world, I'm a prisoner. Lord, set me free. Mm. To this world, I'm a prisoner. Lord, set me free. Break my chain. Save my soul. If you love me, to the cross is the only place to go. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember the verses, but that was my hook. But that was my cry. I felt. Was that off of Signed and Delivered? No, nah, it was before, before Signed and Delivered, but okay. I used the verses okay. from Signed and from that joint on to Signed and Silk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Signed and Silk. First project. Signed and Silk. I said Signed and Delivered. Signed and Delivered. Where'd I get that from? That was, that, was, that, was, uh, that was, you know, same. Tomato, right. tomato. Right, 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 right. He signed, sealed, and delivered, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how I was thinking. Sign, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. <laughs> so at this point, you've gone from dark to the light, and now you're the light in a dark place. Yeah. That's a good place to put this that's on pause. That's a place to put it on pause, bro. I knew this was going to be more than one part, so this is Blood Bought Part 1. Episode eight, maybe we'll do two more parts. This I don't know, but yeah. you know, <clears throat> one thing I want to say is that as Christians, being Christians, we have this idea where it's just what's your coming to grace story, right? Mm. And that's great. The coming to grace story. I've talked about this on on this podcast, on the other podcasts I do, the basement, and 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 even the podcast that I did before back in the day, right? I've talked about this, the coming to grace testimonies but what we're about to jump into the next time is the abiding in grace testimonies mm. so the coming to grace they're great yeah. but the abiding. abiding in grace that's mm. that's something deep so those are my favorite kind of testimonies yeah. um a person yeah. that's eyes have already been opened to the gospel but then their eyes get open to the harshness of life while being a Christian. Yeah. And then they got to struggle and wrestle with that. So yeah. I think yeah. that's going to be good for, for those who tune in too, because I believe it's, it really is a lot of people like myself that is struggling. You get what I'm saying? Abiding right. In, right. In, in grace, abiding right. in this walk because it ain't easy. And when you're so used to resulting to what you know how to result to, this mm -hmm. is what abiding is even a little bit more harder. Absolutely. Because I'm used to not abiding. I'm mm. used to just turning and you know what I mean? So now I gotta I gotta yeah. place myself where, you know, so yeah, that's that's good. All right, we're gonna pick up the next time. Uh Lord Willing, Saint Life Podcast. This is episode eight, Blood Bought. Okay. Um you wanna let them know where they can find you at? Right now, it's just on Facebook right now. Rayvon I mean? Jordan. Rayvon Jordan on Facebook. Um, I'm beginning to be more active. Um, yeah. Okay. You on Facebook. Um, you're going to be performing pretty I'm soon. I'm performing at Breezy. Right, let me get the address real quick. Yeah. Just in case y'all want to come out. This will be dropped tomorrow. So when this episode drops tomorrow, which, you know, today's Thursday. So to drop on a Friday, that's the same day that you're performing. Yeah. So April. Yeah. So tomorrow doors open up. I mean, it's doors open up at six. The event start at six thirty. It's at Breezy View Road in Columbia, PA. Um, it's a church. It's a worship night. Um, we just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is gonna be my second time, but my first time really sharing new music. 
Um, it's gonna be my first time sharing music for a few years now. Okay. So, so yeah, um, took a little break, which yeah. we're gonna get into yeah, later get on. Into all that. Yeah. Why he had to take yeah. the break, and Amen. there's so much to, to really unpack. So yeah, yeah, check him out, Rayvon Jordan on yeah. Facebook, and um, yeah, share yeah. this. Go ahead and like. Be in the comment section with it. Let me know what you think. Ask some questions too. If you guys have some questions, let us know. Maybe we'll cover it the next time. Yeah, definitely ask questions. I'm open to any question. Don't shy off. Thanks Word. to you, bro, for having me here and just doing this, man. I appreciate you. Already know I love you, man. You already know. Saint Life, Bloodboard Ministry Music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, man. We signing out. God bless. Grace and yeah. peace.